Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast with your host, me, Tyler Penner. Uh, a pleasure to be here today. It's a real pleasure. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be alive here doing a podcast episode for the, let's say, 569,769th best podcast in the goddamned universe. And can't nobody tell me different. Uh, I, I mean, every, every week, every single goddamn week, I come up here and I'm like, I didn't do any work. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know how I do. Oh, man, I fucked up. I fucked it up. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I should have. I should have done some prep work. I should have thought of a couple of things to say. <laughs> oh, shit. I fucked it up. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, that's another one for the old uh, stinky pile. You know how it goes. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I don't know what to tell you. I fucked up. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, Tyler, you fucking... <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, seriously, though, you got to start putting in effort to things. You really got to start trying at something. I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, fucked it up. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, you know, yeah, you got to. Hey, seriously though, you gotta. I mean, what? How old are you? I'm a 37. I'm 37. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't know. And everyone's like, "Well, yeah, seriously though, you gotta start trying. You gotta start putting in effort. For real. For real now. You gotta start trying. You gotta go, man. You're gonna die soon. <laughs> no, stop laughing. Stop that. There's. I. You gotta. I mean, what are we doing here? You gotta try. Do a little bit of prep work, please. For the love of God. Do you, do you care about this thing? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Stop laughing. Stop that. Stop it now. Okay. Um, but today's especially bad. Today's especially bad. I didn't... Uh... <laughs> I didn't know prep work, and uh, even before, right as I was hitting the record button, I was like, oof, oof, don't, no, don't, come back tomorrow. Um, but it doesn't matter, you understand, I mean, we're just, we're having fun. This is my journal, this is my diary. Uh, this is really, that's what I've kind of viewed this podcast as now, um, People say, oh, how are you going to take this podcast to the next level? Well, like I've said in previous episodes, I could easily get this. I could take this podcast and I could start talking about true crime. I could start talking about various women and men that have been brutally murdered, assaulted sexually. Okay. And detail those accounts and detail the sick things that this killer was doing. Oh, God. And then he jerked off on what? Oh, my God. He put the knife where? 
what? And he was a deacon in a church? Oh, my God. Wow. That's fucked up. That's so fucked up. Oh, my God. And then you click on the next episode. And then we listen to some other young girl that was, oh, brutally murdered. Wow. He did what to her? Oh, my God. She had a family? Oh, no. I could do that. That gets a lot of views. That gets a lot of clicks. If you go on YouTube and you just Google, hey, some some teenager that got raped and murdered, tons of videos pop up. Because that's cool. That's fine. I want to hear about that. That's how I want to start my day in the morning. When I'm driving to work in the morning and I get my large coffee with two cream and a shot of espresso and a chocolate syrup shot and a uh, bagel BLT with sausage on a sesame seed bagel while I'm in the drive-thru waiting for um, these Tim Hortons employees to, uh, you know, rub two sticks together and cook a bagel, toast a bagel for me. Um, while they're doing that, I want to listen to the story about this uh young lady from the suburbs of Omaha, Nebraska, who was uh, gang raped and murdered and then uh, put in a dumpster and burnt and crushed and how sad her mom was until the boys finally got caught, which is also a sad situation because they were just young boys. It was just a prank that went wrong. Oh, my God. You see, even just talking about that, like... The vibes inside me are a little weird. I don't even like joking about that shit. And but they, but it's crazy popular. People love listening to murder. People love love to hear graphic details about people being sexually assaulted and brutally hacked apart uh, to the point where the, some of the top podcasts in the world and top YouTube videos in the world uh, are now just just talking about that. We could do that. And who knows? Maybe we will. Maybe we will. On this comedy podcast, I'll start talking about people that have been uh, had limbs hacked off with hacksaws and shit. I don't know yet. We might do that if we get desperate enough for views. We could do that. Uh, we could also uh, have guests on. We could do that. We could have leading guests on talking about uh, how to improve your finances and how to step up and be a king. Rise up. This is your time. Start a small business. Start drop shipping. Start fucking, um, you know... Bitcoin's actually in a huge dip right now, okay? People think Bitcoin is dead because the initial gold rush is over. It's just getting started, and you can be a king. You can be a Tate. You can be a... I think that's what most young boys want right now. They want the philosophical wisdom of a Jordan Peterson mixed together with the business savvy of a Gary Vanderchuk mixed together with an alpha dog persona like an Andrew Tate 
at the end of the day, it just comes down to wanting to fuck young, beautiful women. At the end of the day, that's all it is. And it's just, how are we going to get there? And my podcast, the guests I'm going to have on, will teach you how to do that. And not like a, not like a no more Mr. Nice Guy thing. It's not like a, uh, um, you know, pickup artist type thing. It's about empowerment, man. It's about how to rise up and claim what's rightfully yours. Be the man. Be the wolf. Be the lion. So we could do that. Teach people about that. We could have guests on here. We could have Andrew Doberman. Andrew uh, Cunningham. Whatever that fucking steroided up doctor. No, he's probably not on steroids. That's a that's liable. But that ripped doctor who's always talking about the hippocampus. He's talking about how vaping and aspartame will you know, rot your dick off. You can have that. Teach these 14-year-old boys how to get some gush. I don't know. But I think at the end of the day, like I was saying, uh, at the end of the day, I think this is this entire podcast, the 39 episodes we've done for you fucking freeloading normies uh, down to uh, the 19 episodes we've done for uh, my small yet growing paramilitary organization on uh, Patreon. Um I think what we're going to do, it's just going to serve um, as a record and testament to me, to who I am. And I'm going to be doing this podcast when I'm 80. You understand that? I mean, barring any nuclear warfare, that it will happen. That's going to happen. But this is, this. who knows, this might be a testament. This, this podcast might serve as a record of what life was like before the great cleansing. What life was like before the great war. Or what Tyler Penner was like. This is not real life. This is Tyler Penner's life, which is not real. But at the end of the day, this podcast could serve as just a... Um, as a journal for who I was and to serve as a comparison for who I am now. If you're watching this in the future, the year right now is 2023, November 18th. So you might be watching this November 18th, 2030, seven years from now. And I'll be watching this. I'll be like, fuck, what the fuck, dude? I had it all. I had a... Reasonable apartment. I had a, a fucking Hawaiian mist ice vape. I had a latte. I had a latte. And, um, you know, I might be watching this seven years from now. I'll be like, what the fuck? I had so much potential. How did it get to this? How the fuck did it get to this? And then I'll look down at my vein, which is infected from all the needles I've been sticking into it. And I'll think to myself, oh, yeah, that's how it got to this. I love heroin. Not fentanyl. I love heroin. I've said it on the podcast before, I think, but I think uh, like fentanyl is like the new heroin. 
And for a while it was pills. They were the old heroin. But I don't think anything's really going to just be good old-fashioned black tar. White China. Yum, yum. White Lotus. Shanghai Sally. Um... But yeah, that's pretty much the whole aim of this podcast. Jesus Christ, 12 minutes in, all I've been talking about is myself. Well, good. Because that's what this whole goddamn podcast is about now. Now that we understand what the podcast is. This is just me keeping record. So that five years from now, when the police and military finally track me down, and I give up myself... Peacefully. I surrender peacefully. Two hands in the air. All right, you got me. And the guards who are on point still put two rounds in my chest and one in my forehead. Classic military execution style. Because I've done too many things. They're not taking me to jail. They've got orders, dead or alive, with an emphasis on the dead. You understand? This comes from up top. There's nothing on paper. Try to take them peacefully. That's on the record. Off the record, some secret agent from CSIS has gotten into the, the leader of the squad and be like, hey, whatever happens, he put up a struggle and you had to put him down. Do you understand? Put him down. And the soldier's like, yes, sir. And then they finally find me. Um, and the thing is, they didn't have to look that hard. They knew where I was. They knew my home address. But the streets in Winnipeg are so fucked, it took them years to actually make it to the address where I was. Um, and then they put two rounds in me. And I'm dead. My grieving mother can watch these podcast episodes. And she can look at them and, and relive times with her baby boy. And realize that her baby boy really wasn't the person that she thought he was. And she doesn't love him quite as much after watching even four episodes of this podcast. Her love dips down a little. And be like, oh, this guy's a bit of a dick. And it helps her grieve. It helps her. So that's the aim of this podcast. It's a journal. It's a diary to help my grieving mother love me a little less so that she can continue on with her life. You understand? That's the point of this podcast. We figured it out. God, I love this fucking... I, I love vapes. I know young kids of today, you're not supposed to vape. But, you know... <laughs> do it. Because it's a great time. It's delicious. It's nicotine. Zero health repercussions. There's nothing wrong with it. This won't hurt. This is good for you. It helps your brain. I'm telling you, there's nothing. Those doctors throw. <coughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, Quebec, I think, is banning vapes now, which is fucking. What, can we just have something? Because if Quebec does it, the rest of Canada is going to follow suit. This country is so pussy, man. Like, now we got to ban flavored vapes. You can vape, but you can't have any flavor in it. 
Why? Because it appeals to kids. You know what else appeals to kids? Smoking. You know why? Because it's fucking cool, man. Smoking is cool. You can say what you want about it, but I'm sorry, it is. It's just cool. All right? You kick some guy's ass, right, on the street, like I'm wont to do. Boom, you're looking at him, right? Let's create a scenario right now. You're outside a bar, Shannon's Pub here in Winnipeg. Because if I'm going to get a fight, it's going to be at Shannon's, right? That bar, it rubs me the wrong way. First of all, there's 40 stairs just to get into the basement of that thing. It's too many stairs. I get to the bar, I'm already pissed off because you made me exercise. Fuck off. I came here to drink, not hit the Stairmaster. Get a new building. Second of all, why are we in a basement? Who puts a bar in a basement? <laughs> Third of all, why is this so Irish? I hate the Irish. Do you understand? They're annoying. Everything's green. They're always, you know, I don't know, like talking. Enough with the potatoes. I'm done with the Irish. The whole Irish motif. We have a whole St. Patrick's Day. What are we wasting that day for? On the Irish? Come on. They have red hair and they like the color green. So what, they get a day? I'm not into it. I'm joking. The Irish are fucking cool. They're one of the cooler groups of white people. You want to talk about cool white people? They're not like me. Just a fucking mayonnaise on Wonder Bread white guy like me, okay? Irish people, especially the, I think it's the Northern Irish, they've got a fucking, I mean, they've got stories, dude. If you actually go there, I mean, to Ireland, and I'm not talking about the, um, Jalala, hello, welcome to Ireland. Oh, it's Ireland. I'm not talking about that shit. I'm talking about the Belfast London dairy dairy fucking you know IRA shit you know Irish people are no joke dude people forget that they are rioting pretty much every weekend and they're so advanced as a people that they're not even pretending to have a cause for their riots they're not even acting like it's a political cause sometimes it does Sometimes they're rioting against the British. Sometimes the Catholics are rioting against the Protestants. They still have fights about that. But um, sometimes those people are just bored and they're just like, let's burn some shit and throw some rocks at these fucking soldiers. And it's fun. And that's an advanced people who have given up the lie of, given up the lie of pretending that their riots need a cause. No, man, we're doing this because we enjoy it. Those, that's, those are the people. And those London, and those Irish troubles, I mean, they're really the only group of, I'm saying this without speaking, only group of, I was going to say, the only group of white people in the West that have actually waged uh, a, uh, a guerrilla insurgency um, in the modern era. But then again, Quebec kind of did that too. Those French separatists, they kind of did that in the 70s too. Also kind of badass. 
Again, I'm not advocating for the deaths of people or the injuries of other people, but uh, it is kind of cool. It's kind of neat that those insurgencies are still possible here in this fucking corporate, docile, beige wasteland of peace and slavery that we are in now. It's kind of cool that someone is still kind of doing that because you always hear it over there. I'm not saying it's cool, like, yeah, we should do that. I'm saying it's just it's something of note. That that shit still kind of can happen in the West. We always hear about it happening over there. It's always over there. It's always over that way in those fucked up countries. But it's cool to know that there's still groups of people waging wars here who are like, no, no, this is not done yet. We want our own shit. I don't know. That might be the dumbest take of all time. But. Truth be told, I just like the ski mask on the IRA, the Irish. You get an Irish guy with an Adidas tracksuit wearing a ski mask holding up a fucking AK. There's nothing more bad than that. Brad Pitt in the opening scene to The Devil's Own starring Harrison Ford. Brad Pitt is an Irish IRA soldier who's fighting through the streets of Lisburn and Don Patrick and Bonbridge. And Arma, now that's Scottish, eh? Bali money. Cooks. T- I don't know how the Irish accent goes. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But anyways, that movie was great. That opening scene, that opening gunfight in the streets of whatever fucking Irish town that was. Uh, fantastic. So maybe I just I'm just a I'm just really just being brainwashed from Hollywood that those gunfights are cool. I don't know. But anyways, the Irish are cool. That's not what bothers me about Shannon's Pub. It's probably more so the karaoke that they do there. It's too much karaoke. You got a big stage. It's always karaoke. Sometimes there's bands playing down there. Fucking way too loud. Come on, man. I'm at the bar here. I'm trying to fucking accost a stranger and scream at her in her ear about the IRA and telling her about the troubles and how, yeah, totally, it's fucking crazy. They actually planted 72 car bombs within 72 hours. And so for 72 hours, all of Belfast was just exploding. You ever hear about the IRA troubles? They were fighting for for, for the British. They actually went to London and blew a bomb up. They were going to assassinate Margaret Thatcher. Which is pretty badass. I mean, I don't condone it, but it's pretty badass. Don't you think it's kind of badass? And then her boyfriend strolls over and was like, hey, babe, you ready to go? And she's like, fuck yes. And I'm like, what was your name? She's like, see ya. Anyways, <laughs> true story. Um, but let's say we're getting into a fight, right? I go upstairs for a smoke, and now I'm really pissed. Walking down the stairs, those 40 stairs to the basement of Shannon's pub was one thing. But now I want to go for a dart, all right? I've had three Corona sunbrews, all right? There's no alcohol in it. I want a drink. I'm not even sure why I'm at the bar. No one invited me. I don't know anybody here, and I'm not drinking. So what am I doing here? I don't know. But now I want to go for a cigarette. I got to walk up 40 stairs. I'm out of breath, I, you know, and now I'm pissed. 
and I bump into some guy. He's like, hey, you got a dart? I'm like, no, I don't. I mean, I do, but like I have three left. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I just need one. <laughs> and I go, motherfucker? Yeah? And he's like, what? And I'm like, right? And he's like, what? And then I go, <laughs> and I punch him. I punch him right in the face. Everyone's like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? And I go, <laughs> exactly. And then I pull out a cigarette and I light it. And then I flick it away. And then some guy's like, why'd you flick that cigarette away? You just lit that. And I'm like, <laughs> you bet. And then I walk off. That's cool. Smoking is cool. Understand? It'll never not be cool. James Dean shit. You know what I mean? James Dean, good fellas. I don't know. My dad, honestly. My dad looks so cool smoking. I knew that I was going to be an absolutely full-time smoker by the time I was like eight years old. By the time I was eight years old, I was playing with Tonka trucks, and I was playing wrestling in my basement. I was suplexing pillows, pretending I was stone cold, and then a thought would just pop into my brain. I'm going to smoke cigarettes as soon as I can, and I'm going to smoke them until I die. And then I'd be like, hmm, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I would continue acting like I was Jeff Hardy, and I would climb the couch and pretend like I was diving through uh, Devon Dudley, uh, who was lying on a table. When in reality, it was a stuffed teddy bear uh, lying on uh, the other couch. That's how I spent my childhood. Pretending to wrestle and coming to grips with the fact that I was going to be a full-time smoker for the rest of my life. And I have no regrets with that. I have I don't reg oh, I have no regrets with that. I, I have no I don't regret that. Uh, me fucking talk good. Me can talk good. Listen me talk now good. So well. Anyways. Um Actually, the first cigarette I smoked was from my dad. My dad, when he was working, and still to this day when he's working, he just chain smokes. And he chain smokes like an idiot. Like, he's not good at the chain smoking. He'll light a cigarette, and he'll be on his phone doing stuff, and he's just like... <sighs> but he'll have at least three-quarters of a cigarette. He'll put that down in the ashtray. He'll go on his phone for a bit, and he'll look, and he'll be like, no, oh, fuck. And then he'll put a cigarette, and he'll light another cigarette. My dad actually told me one time, he was looking at his ashtray, and then finally my Uncle Leo, who works for the company, he was like, Ruben, what are you doing? You got three cigarettes going here. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, sorry. And then he'll pull out another cigarette and light that one. He loves to smoke. So back in the day, um, yeah, getting access to cigarettes, that was oh, never a problem. There were cigarettes all over there. And by there, I mean the fucking house I grew up in. God damn it. But. The first cigarette I ever smoked, um, my dad was out front and he was doing something with a ladder or something like that. And um, he took a drag and then he just threw it on the ground. Didn't think anything of it. Went to the garage and I bent down. 
12 years old, maybe 11, I picked it up and I took a drag and I was flying. People forget how high you can get off a cigarette if you don't smoke often. If you do it right as a 12-year-old boy, you're fucking, it's like crack. It's incredible. Oh, God, I love smoking. And then I smoked a little, and no one caught me there. And then I smoked a little while later, a couple of months later, at 12 years old, I smoked a little bit. Uh, my friend Kenny had this sick way to make 40 bucks. I was going to make 40 bucks for four hours of work. And all I had to do was go with Kenny and help him clean up something. Me, Kenny, Kurt, and Jerry. We were going to go to Kenny's boss's place of work and we were going to just just clean it. You just got to clean something. And I was like, dude, <laughs> easy. Let's do it. So we go over there. Uh, it's not at Kenny's boss's shop. I thought we would just be sweeping a garage or air, you know, air washing. No, no. We went to a pig barn. And I walked in. I'm like, we got to clean up all this grass and stuff like that. Kenny's like, no, nah, we don't have to touch that. I'm like, oh, thank God. Kenny's like, yeah, all we got to do is you see those little grates in there, those little trenches filled with pig shit. We just got to scrape those clean. And I was like, okay. So that's what we did for four hours. When the pigs are on the floor here and they're walking back and forth in their jails and just taking shits and eating stuff and shits, we had to get in the trenches underneath there with these styrofoam pieces and scrape out corner, god damn it, corner to corner, these grates that were filled with shit. So on our break, Kenny pulled out two cigarettes, king size, that he stole from his mom. And I tried smoking. And I went like this. I went like this first. Yeah. And Kurt's like, no, you didn't inhale. You got to inhale. So I was like, oh, okay. He's like, no, again, you didn't inhale. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, put it in your mouth and then breathe in with your lungs. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just puked and vomited for a good half hour while Kenny and Kurt, the boss, was showing up. And they were like, put it away. Put it away. That was the second or third time I smoked. But then I got a taste for it. As soon as that first smoke, as soon as it hit my lungs. I mean, it didn't feel good, but the body was like, yeah, more of that for the rest of our life. Yeah, more of that. That's That smoke, that stuff that just made you keel over and lose your breath and lose your vision and uh, made you puke and made you feel sick. And made you uh, not be able to breathe for 15 minutes. I want more of that. And I want it for the rest of my life. And I was like, you're the boss. So we did it. So I started smoking my parents' butts in the garage. Not in the garage, in the sunroom. And that's when I got caught. That's when my mom caught me. I was smoking her butts. And then like an idiot, without washing my hands, I went inside. I was like, hey, mom, I'm going to go play in the basement for a bit. And as soon as I walked in the room, she's like, come here. Come here right now. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, give me. And she was like, like smelling my fingers. I'm like, what? And she was just like, you've been smoking. You've been smoking cigarettes. And I was, and this was my excuse at the time. I was like, no, no, I, no, 
I was playing with, you know, Mick, our dog Mick. Me and him were playing, and we were playing with the cigarette butts. We were playing a game that involved the cigarette butts. And that's why I smell like smoke. I, I was playing fetch with your butts, with the cigarette butts. We were playing fetch. Um... with the butts and mom was devastated oh god she was so crushed she was so disappointed even though they had both smoked in front of me my entire fucking childhood i'm pretty sure my mom smoked when she was pregnant with me they smoked in the house while we were growing up for the longest time until my dad built a sunroom because it was getting too gross for them never mind us my entire life all i had seen was my parents smoking every time they were mad they would take the cigarette and it would calm them down Every time they didn't have access to cigarettes, they were freaking out. Every time they were super happy, they were chain-smoking cigarettes. There were cigarettes all over the house. You couldn't fucking walk in the house without seeing a cigarette. The times I've seen my dad, I've seen him smoking more than I've not seen him smoke. You understand? But now that I have decided to start smoking, it was this, oh, how could you? My dad handled it fine. He was just, my mom was like, Tyler, I caught Tyler smoking. My dad's like, oh, Tyler, don't. Anyways, what do we do? What's for supper? What do we? What? <laughs> that was one of my, that was one of the times my, my dad was super chill. My dad would freak over the stupidest shit, but sometimes. But when it came to big shit like that, he was like, whatever. Who cares? He's he's a smoker. Fine. Who cares? And then that's when I started smoking. And that's why I'm so fucking cool now. You understand? The vaping and the smoking. That's why I'm so goddamn cool. All right? That's why I'm Andrew Tate levels of alpha dog. It's because I smoke cigarettes. And they can't take away smoke. I mean, God knows they've tried. Cigarettes are $25 a fucking pack now where I'm from. All right, they're just trying to wean us out and wait till the rest of the smokers die. Now the new class of kids are coming up. They're not smoking. No one's smoking anymore, but people are vaping. So now they want to crunch down on this. Can we fucking have something? Can we just have something? Yeah, okay, fine. It's not good for us. This is bad. Can we have it, though? Please? Can we have something? Can we just vape? Is it a huge deal if we vape? I know it's not good for us. Can we vape? You want to make this illegal now too? Oh, you can't have the flavor in it. You can vape, you can smoke cigarettes, but it can't taste like pineapple. That's wrong. Why? Fucking bureaucrats in offices making it hard to be free. I should have the decision. Let me make the decision, all right? Yes, I know this thing is bad, but I want it to taste like I want it to taste like grapes. Can this taste like fruit punch, please? Can we just fucking have something without some fucking office bureaucrat meddling in trying to fix shit? Enough already, okay? Just let us have this. Can we just have it? It's so annoying.
But who knows? Again, maybe looking at this in the future, flavored vapes are going to be a thing of the past. Flavored disposables, that'll be over. That'll be done. Man, in 2023, he was he was puffing on Hawaiian mist ice vapes and lychee melon. Fruits that may or may not exist. I don't know. I don't know what's in a Hawaiian mist. I, I went. I bought this yesterday. I'm like, what's in Hawaiian mist? What does that taste like? He's like, I don't know, Hawaii. I'm like, all right. But it's good, and it helps keep us sane. You know, eventually these office people are going to make so many fucking rules, and they're going to take away so many fun things that eventually they're going to have to sit down and ask the question, hey, why do we have a depression and, and violence problem in this country? Why are people burning shit? Why is there an arson epidemic in this fucking place? Man, people are going crazy. We need to make more rules to cut down on the amount of violence. No. Maybe you made too many rules. Maybe you kept us too safe. And now we're kind of, maybe if you would have given us the vape, all right, and a little bit of heroin, uh, we'd be chill. We'd be fine. Fucking Karens in political office, and I'm talking male and female Karens, who are fucking total squares, total fucking losers, all right? They've been in politics their whole life. They've got a squeaky clean image. And they're looking out for our best interest. You're making too many rules. You're going to take away flavored vapes. Why? Whose life are you going to save? Maybe a lot. I don't know. I don't care. We're going to die anyways. Can we at least... Please? All right? Can I get my nicotine that to taste like cantaloupe? Please. Can I have that? Is that too much? That's too much. We can't have that anymore. Too many kids, too many kids are getting into it. Then again, maybe tobacco is doing it. Maybe tobacco is like, what? We can't flavor our shit. So what? They get to flavor their shit. That's not fair. It really isn't fair. Which is why I'm saying they should be able to flavor cigarettes. In Canada, you can't even get flavored cigars. You literally drive two hours south of the border. You want a cigar that tastes like grape, strawberry, honeydew, right? I can smoke a fucking stogie that tastes exactly like a kiwi two hours south of here. You drive north of the border, fuck no. Your tobacco tastes like tobacco, and that's it. Because it keeps you safe. Stop trying to keep me safe, all right? I'm so tired of people trying to keep me safe. Stop it. Stop trying to keep the kids safe, too. All right? Like, fucking those loser parents who, like, as soon as their kids scrape their knee, um, you know, all of a sudden they're running over there with iodine. and if, Fuck. My, you know what my dad used to do? Hey, well, walk it off. Tyler, stop crying. It's a little bit of blood. It's not a big deal. Seemed cold at the time. Honestly, I liked it. My parents were great for that. Wash your hands. Don't. Doesn't fucking matter. You'll be fine. And I am fine. I'm cool. And I'm an alpha. <laughs> I just don't get it, man. Stop trying to fucking... You know... Bureaucrats in offices are the fucking 
plague to this earth, dude. The people who make rules sometimes they're good rules. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes the the politicians come together and they actually do figure out some practical shit. Hey, there's a school that's right at this intersection that has, um, but the speed limit on the one street is 150 kilometers per hour. The and there's no, it's an autobahn on the other side of the street, and there's no crosswalk lights, and the kids have to run in between NASCARs to get to class on time. I think that we should put up a couple of signs. What do you guys think? And everyone's like, yeah, let's put up some signs. And let's let the drivers know that, hey, you're going to hit a few kids through here. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Um, sometimes they come up with that. It's not bad. They were even thinking in Winnipeg about reducing all residential side streets to 30 kilometers an hour. 30 kilometers an hour through all residential streets. And everyone was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? But when you actually go through some of these residential schools, I mean, 30 is pretty fast. 30 is okay. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. The only big deal is that the only fucking reason they're doing it is so that the cops can, you know, um, just park on a residential street and they'll just be making bank. They'll be making bank. Anyways, now I'm ranting like an old man. Let's see what's in the news today. But uh, the, for real, people, government, I know Quebec is already doing it because they're very worried about the youth. Manitoban government. All right, fuck off. Leave this shit alone. On this one, please. Just like, just say, you can have it. Yeah, put fucking strawberries in your nicotine. It's okay. Just let us have this one goddamn thing. All right, please. You just leave this alone. Just be like, oh, whatever. Let them have it. It's a matter of time before drugs are legal. All right? It's a matter of time before you can go into a store and buy meth. That's a matter of time. Drug enforcement, drug, you know. Yeah, drug enforcement. It doesn't fucking work, dude. All right? So just legalize this shit. Just legalize it, man. All of it. Heroin. Fentanyl. Bath salts, crocodile, cut. All right? Just get it legal, above board. Think of how freeing that would be for the government to just legalize drugs. All right, fuck it. It's on you now. Make your own choices. You want to fucking shoot up fentanyl? There's a store for it. Go buy some. See what happens. That's on you. Have a nice life. Put it on us. Stop trying to look out for us. All right? I make my decisions, and here I, I stand before you today, all right? The alpha dog, healthy as a whip. <laughs> but stay the fuck out of my business, big government, all right? Oh, this is a ranty podcast. I like this. This is like freedom podcast. But honestly, legalize drugs, all right? And legalize the 3D printing of guns. What's wrong with you? Should be able to print off a fucking, you know, AR-15. Why not? It's a hobby. It's not a big deal. Yeah, maybe. 
maybe don't legalize that. I don't know how you're going to stop that, really. Um, but, uh, no, drugs, you should be just legalized. Isn't a politician's job? Your poli- your job is to, you know, ensure the uh, health and prosperity or at least provide the avenues to health and impossible health and prosperity for the people, right? Isn't that your job? Isn't that what Jacques Rousseau said? Is that Rousseau? I think it was Rousseau. Maybe not Rousseau. Maybe it was James Locke. Who said that? Maybe it was Locke. See, I picked up a couple of things in um, philology school. I know what I'm talking about. John Locke. What did he do? Father of liberalism. There you go. Francis Bacon. Great name. Locke. Equally important social contract theory. Social contract theory. That's what we're talking about. Social contract is an idea, theory, or model that usually, through not always, concerns the legitimacy of the authority of the state over the individual. Um, Social contract arguments typically are that individuals have consented, either explicitly or tacitly, to surrender some of their freedoms and submit to the authority of the ruler or to the decision of the majority in exchange for protection of their remaining rights or maintenance of the social order. But yeah, the state or the authority, they're taking liberties here. I think we can all agree with that. All right. If I can't go to Superstore to the bulk bin and start scooping in white china and black tar heroin into a fucking clear bag and then walk out. (laughs) Excuse me. Ever hear of a little thing called tyranny? I should be able to do that. But seriously, though, you, you shouldn't. I mean, what are we wasting time for? Drug addicts going to drug. You know what I mean? Stop trying to crack down on them. Just take over the market. Take it over like you did with weed. Start selling it. Tax it. Boom. There you go. What are you wasting time for with fucking, you know, um, lime, watermelon flavored nicotine? Right? Worry about lime, watermelon, methamphetamines. All right? Figure out what you're going to do with that because what you're doing now, it's not working. But there is some sort of... uh, There's a general form of social contract theories, which is I chooses R in M, and this gives I reason to endorse and comply with R in the real world insofar as the reasons I has for choosing R in M, R, or can be shared by I. That last statement is philosophy in a fucking nutshell. That is philosophy right there. Again, these are our, these are letters that stand for something, but this is what you learn. I chooses R in M, and this gives I reason to endorse and comply with R in the real world insofar as the reasons I has for choosing R in M are or can be shared by I. Get it? Do you know? Do you get it? Can I write fucking 10,000 words on that? That's philosophy. 
fuck out of here. No one understands that. At least I don't. And I am, as we stated this entire episode, smart as a smart as a whip and um, quite alpha. Anyways. I don't know what we're talking about social contracts for. Oh, yeah, they, the government has a responsibility to uh, provide health and happiness uh, and prosperity or at least avenues to prosperity for the people in exchange for all the goddamn taxes we pay. All right? You guys pay hard taxes. That money goes to the government. And then the government has these social programs paying fucking leeches to sit on their fucking ass do nothing. So, you know, put my taxes to work and this, the, the, what, you're going to ban this? Why? What are you wasting my time for? This is like the project of some fucking Karen in an office who's bored and her son started vaping. Her 14-year-old son. She caught her 14-year-old son with a vape. And he's like a good kid. He gets like straight A's and stuff like that. Right? He he works hard. And he doesn't really do anything. But his little tiny rebellion. The little rebellion that he wanted to do. He, he got a disposable vape. And he's going to vape on that. And he doesn't think it's a big deal. And one day she's like. She walks in her room. It's like, wow, it smells good. It smells really good in here. And he's lying on the bed pretending to read a book. And she asks him. She's like, what are you up to? And he's like, just reading. And then she loses her shit. She's like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And he's like, well, I'm sorry. It's just a Hawaiian mist ice stealth vape 8K puff. And she's like, I And the thing is, she's freaking out. She's like, do you know what that can do to your health? Do you have any idea the health repercussions of that? God damn it, Timmy. You are 15 years old. And you're already doing that? What's next? Crack? Is that it? Is it crack next? And Timmy's sitting there on the bed. And he's pissed. He's starting to get a little pissed off. Starting to get pissed off, and not because she's freaking out because he's vaping, but because deep down he's always kind of resented his mom. Because he knows she's not freaking out because she's legitimately concerned with his health or with his whatever. She's freaking out because she doesn't want a vaping son. Timmy's always had to be the good son, the good boy, the proper behaved boy. He could never step out of line, he could never rebel. He can never do anything like young teenage boys normally do because it would damage his mom's reputation and thus her political career if he ever stepped out of line. So in Timmy's mind, Timmy's mom never really gave a fuck about Timmy. She only gave a fuck about protecting her fucking political career, which Timmy doesn't give a shit about. Everything he's done has been reflected on her fucking political Instagram. That time that he won the Pee Wee Championship and he scored in overtime, she posted on her political page, and it was the most stock message of all time. We are so proud of Timmy for winning Pee Wee B North Moncton Championship. And she put this all over Instagram. 
And she got a ton of likes for it. And she looks like a great mother. Because she posted multiple pictures of him on the ice. And then her picture perfect with a cup of Tim Hortons at the local hockey game. With a scarf and everything. Meanwhile, Timmy was on the bench watching her take that fucking selfie. And she and he knows that she took 14 photos for it. He also knows that after the game, she came into the dressing room and was like, Great job, Timmy. That was fantastic. We're stoked to have you. And took a picture with him after the game. When he just wanted to chill with the boys and celebrate the victory, his mom came in and soured the whole fucking party. Just so she could get the photo off with him to put on her political page. And then they hopped in the car when there were no cameras and Timmy's mom didn't say a goddamn thing. It was Timmy's dad who leaned back and was like, good job, son. That was a good job. You did good on that. Man, that way, man, you, you, and it's not just your offensive output. You were back-checking the whole game, back-checking hard. You were covering, you were doing your defensive job. You did your job today, kid. And you've been doing it all season. And that's why you won the championship. You did the little things. They're important. I'm really proud of you, son. And that meant the world to Timmy. That meant the world to Timmy. Because Timmy's dad, he wasn't posting shit on Instagram. And he had nothing to gain by saying that to Timmy. Timmy's mom, on the other hand, she didn't say shit because she already got the photo off. And it's a, that was just, and that's just one example. Timmy's entire fucking life, he knew that he would never be able to go out with the boys and, and chug the fucking Mickey of vodka that they found by the train tracks because if he did, his mom would freak out. Not because, again, she was legitimately concerned about Timmy, but because she was concerned about her own political career. career. Timmy's mom's always been full of shit like this. She's always been a fucking... The, you know, brown-nosing, ladder-climbing, uh, career politician. Just a piece of shit. And now Timmy's sitting in bed, and he's getting shit about vaping. Vaping uh, Hawaiian mist ice. And he's fucking pissed off. And Timmy looks at his mom, and he goes, You know what, bitch? Fuck you. Fuck you. And Timmy's mom was like, oh. Timmy, what are you? What did you say? I said, fuck you, mom. Fuck you. You never gave a fuck about me and don't act like you give a fuck about this vape right now. I'm 15 years old. And guess what, bitch? I'm going to vape now. There's nothing you can do to stop it. There's nothing you can do. You can yell at me. You can ground me. You can stop the fucking world around me. You can lock me down in the cage. I'm going to find a way to get my hands on this. All right? And I'm tired of you acting like you even give a tiny fuck about what I do, what I care about, or what goes on in my life. Fucking blow me. All right? I am not playing into your fucking perfect political, you know, completely contrived, well-crafted life. I'm not just a fucking prop in your life, bitch. I got my own life going here. You got that? And guess what? I'm going to vape now. And I might smoke weed. And I might do a little blow. 
and I'm going to get my dick wet and I'm going to do shit that I feel like doing that like every young growing boy should be able to try out. I'm going to live a life, mom, and there ain't a goddamn thing you can do to stop it. And I'd like to see you fucking try. And Timmy's mom goes. Okay. So it's like that. Okay. 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 Sounds good. You do whatever you want. I won't interfere. I won't even talk to you anymore. Timmy's like, good. See you later. Get the fuck out of my room. Okay. And Timmy's mom leaves. And Timmy's mom goes into her bed and starts crying. (sighs) And deep down, deep down she's a little hurt because she knows Timmy's right. She knows Timmy's kind of right. She's a career politician, but at the same time, she's not ready to give that up. She had a moment where her heart started to break. It started to crack open a bit, and the facade of that carefully contrived political life that she was fucking engineering for the last 20 fucking years is starting to crack apart, and she's got a chance to be a genuine person and bridge a connection, a genuine connection with her son. But as soon as that little bit of vulnerability peeks its head out, she closes the door and her heart hardens. And she knows exactly what she has to do. And she goes to the office the next day. I've got an idea I've got an idea for a bill. A new bill. I've got an idea. Um you know, and it's a health concern and it's concerning our children. More and more of our children are being or becoming addicted to nicotine. And this is a problem. And while vaping doesn't, you know, hasn't shown any immediate health concerns, the long-term health concerns are concerning for all of us. And I think that the flavor in these disposable nicotine delivery devices uh, is attracting the children. And we should, we, should, we should find a way to get rid of this because this is not cool. And this is where the bill is introduced. And she starts raising awareness that we need to uh, end vapes. You understand? So now, 10 years down the road, Tyler Penner can't get a stealth 8,000 puff Hawaiian mist ice because Karen's a shitty mom. And because Timmy finally stood up for himself and told that bitch exactly what was going on. So shout out to Timmy, man. Stand up. Stand up. Plant your flag in the sand. huh? Declare yourself and your agency in this life. And fuck the career politicians who want to tell me what I can and can't do in my apartment. And that goes for the landlord agency, too. You can't tell me what I can do in here. If I want to have a bonfire in here, I'm going to do it. It's too cold out. You can't stop me. Anyways, that's pretty much the podcast today. God, it really is good. All right. A couple of shout-outs. 
today. Um, shout out to shout out to Tim Hortons and Skip the Dishes. Shout out to them. Today, I like to switch it up. And I don't know why I got Skip. Today was the universe telling me exactly. Uh, it was correcting me. The universe was making fun of me today. It's calling me an idiot. Because I ordered a, uh, a bagel BLT from Tim Hortons. Along with a large dark roast, two cream, shot of espresso, shot of chocolate syrup. Delicious drink. It's the only way that Tim Hortons coffee is still drinkable at all. The bagel BLT, though, was a little weird. All right, it had the bacon. The sesame seed bagel I got was burnt. They always fucking overtoast it. I've never had a bagel from Tim Hortons that wasn't overtoasted. All right, I mean toast it. Do you know what toasting means? It means warm it up. Why are the edges of this bagel black? That's not good. Just get some warmth on the bagel. That's all I want. How fucking toasted? Was this not cooked yet? Just warm it up so that the shit melts. <clears throat> Anyways, they gave me this thing. I bite into it, and uh, the egg, there's part of it that is, like, gray or blue. Fucking disgusting, dude. So I do what any sane, single, 37-year-old schlub would do. I took the egg off and just ate the rest. But then uh, I contact Skip the Dishes. They gave me a refund for the sandwich. But, I mean, I, that really turned me off of eggs. I don't think I'll have another egg for a while. I've been, it, this, the, I, I have some health problems right now. Liver, blood, clot, stones jammed in my bile duct. And I'm like a pregnant lady, honestly. I'm craving weird shit, and some other shit is just disgusting to me. Shit I used to love. Cappuccino Greek yogurt. Just thinking about it makes me feel weird. It makes me wince. Makes me feel nauseous. And it's delicious. Cappuccino flavored Greek yogurt from Oikos is one of the most delicious things you can eat. I can't have it anymore because I happened to eat four cups in one sitting and I got nauseous from it. So that's done for me now. I can't have that anymore. On the podcast in episodes previous, I, told, I talked about how much I loved cabbage rolls. God, I loved cabbage rolls. I had a bad one. The bile stone was like, nah, we're not doing cabbage. <laughs> Puked up the fucker, and now I, uh, cabbage rolls are done. I can never have another one. Meatballs. We've talked about meatballs. Meatballs are over. No more meatballs in my future. So it sucks, and now eggs. I'm not having eggs for a while. Fuck. All these delicious foods are just getting ruined. The only kind of egg-like substance I can have from now on is an egg from McDonald's because those aren't real eggs. Uh, I like their egg substance. But I can't have those eggs. Um, What else? I got to make this quick because it's 4 o'clock p.m. and the sunlight is fading fast. It's crazy. It's like plus 12 outside. And it's like pitch black at 5 p.m. Daylight savings time is done. I'm over it. I don't think we need to do that anymore. Um, 
shout out to music. Today's song, and I, you probably didn't see it, um, so I'll have to recap it for you. Fucking freeloading normies who don't pay for this service. Those people on Patreon, we're doing good things on Patreon. At least we're trying to. Not that you would fucking know. Um, but like I said on the Patreon, it, and I'll recap it for you here. Through 38 episodes that we've done on this podcast, the closing song has always been a stupid question by local Winnipeg grindcore champions, worldwide mintscore superstars, Archigathis. Archigathis is a grindcore band here in Winnipeg, a mintscore band, a punk band that is world-renowned, all right? They've been all over the world, and I'm not joking. Literally, if you're into grindcore, mincecore, you know about Archigathis. They are legends at this point, bona fide legends. They've toured all over the world. All right, Japan. They've they've played Tokyo. They've played Moscow. They've played Mexico City, and I'm not lying here. They actually have. Around the world, they've got fans, and they've got. They've got a following, a worldwide following. That's no joke. And they're a product of Winnipeg. All right? Um, and something Winnipeg should be proud of. Winnipeg doesn't take notice of their stars as much as they should. All right? Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Archigathis, all right? Smart Death. Um... Audio Opera, who's crushing it on Instagram right now. Um, you know, Winnipeggers don't really appreciate, actually, the good shit that Winnipeggers are doing. You ask Winnipegger, like, what's a product of Winnipeg? Well, Burton Cummings and the guest who? <laughs> no, we've got other shit. Cool shit that we're doing here, all right? This podcast, for instance, fuck's sakes. Podcast is the best podcast in Canada that doesn't revolve around becoming an alpha or the brutal murder of some young teenager. So, Winnipeggers don't really know. One of those products that they should be proud of, the Grand Corps Band Archie Gathis, who for the longest time have been uh, the closing song. We're going to switch it up. From now on, we're going to pick songs that we like, and we're going to showcase small artists who, uh, A, need exposure, and B, most importantly B, uh, will not copyright strike us. They're just not famous enough. They don't have the legal power, just like I don't have the legal power to defend myself. So we're both just going to call it a day. They don't have the lawyers. I don't have the defense team. We're both broke and just trying to somehow make a living off of doing anything other than joining Timmy's mom in political office and becoming her assistant. You know what I mean? So today's song we're going to pick, and this is actually not a small artist, but I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be all right. We're going to do Bird on a Wire by Action Bronson. No, by Riff Raff featuring Action Bronson. Uh, and it's just a rap song. Everybody knows about Action Bronson. Everybody knows about Riff Raff. Riff Raff doesn't get enough credit. 
He's still looked at as a joke, but man, he's done some really cool shit. Treasure Chest with Chief Keith. That's such a banger tune. And he is a bit of a joke, but he's a funny joke. He's a good one. Riff Raff is the man. Riff Raff rules. And Action Bronson's pretty good. I don't know. I've never really listened to him that much, but he's good on this song. And this beat is just one of the best beats of all time. Am I going cross-eyed? It looks like, dude, my eyes are fucked. This eye's all fucked up. God damn it. I wish I was physically perfect. I wish I was physically perfect. Symmetrical, at least. Can you imagine if I was physically perfect? Then I'd really be alpha. Um, so that's the song. That's going to be the song today. That's going to be our outro song. And last but not least, shout out to the old ball coach, Ben Walker. my One of my best buddies in from Ottawa who crushed Rumors Night on Wednesday. I didn't see him on Tuesday. He said he had to work for it. But Wednesday was a hot set. I went there. I did a spot for the first time in months. And it went well. Five minutes. Old gold. People loved it. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Well, it was a good time until I had my third Corona Sunbrew. Which non-alcoholic beer is just a waste of fucking time as far as I'm concerned. That first one's pretty good. It's not bad. It tastes like beer. It's like it's like a regular beer. That first one really does the job as far as like, hey, we're drinking beer. Because it's just like the first beer where that you have when you're drinking booze. Uh you're not you're you know, you're not drunk yet, so that first beer is really good. But the third beer is only good if there's alcohol in it because you're starting to feel good. That third beer is great when there's alcohol in it. When there's no alcohol in the beer, that third beer whew, tastes like shit. And again, with my health problems, I'm not in a man, I'm not in a row. I can't afford to eat that. I can't afford to eat blue eggs from Tim Hortons, and I can't afford to drink three sun brews that I don't like. My stomach started hurting. I came home, I went with the T3s and then I felt okay but it was uh, not good for a while but it didn't matter because I saw Coach the next day and we had a good time Coach, the old ball coach Ben Walker really funny dude and another awesome product from Winnipeg that no one here recognizes recognize what you have in this fucking town you fucking Philistines right? You're lucky. Lucky to be graced with all the talent we have. Um, the old ball coach, Ben Walker. Archie Gathis. This podcast. This podcast is great. Even though, like I said at the beginning, it's just a journal. It's just a diary now. But it's going to be one of those good diaries. We actually had a comment on the podcast the other day. Uh, let's, let's read that comment. I want to read that comment because it was good. It was good. I liked it. I like any sort of engagement. No one engages with this podcast because no one's watching because no one's into it. So far, I've got 25 subscribers, and they're all pat. Hey, there you go, Tyler. Good job. What are you doing? You got a podcast? Wow, that's sweet. That's good for you, little baby. But the comment that was left on my Patreon was from a normie, from a... From a 
outsider, someone who doesn't know me, who doesn't care to support me, who doesn't give a fuck about me, who could see me burning on fire and would not give a shit. He would keep driving his RAV4 down to the Tim Hortons to pick up his Blue Egg BLT. That's the type of fan that I want, the person who doesn't care if I die. Now, the comment he left was, you look like someone will one day say, quote, he was a quiet guy, kept to himself. We were genuinely shocked by what the police brought out of his basement. That's a good comment. That's a good thing to say. That's what I want the fans to engage me with. I want people to come to this podcast not to make fun of my appearance, but to leave a funny comment that happens to be violent. That's the, my type of humor. All right, We talk all the time on this podcast about consolidating power, building my military organization, um, and digging mass, mass graves in a joking manner. <laughs> but... Um, that's the type of feedback I like. So if you fucking like the podcast, give it a like. Right? I'm not asking you anymore to subscribe to Patreon. Fuck knows you won't do that. $5 a month. That's completely unreasonable. I've got to go to, you know, Tim Hortons and buy a fucking <laughs> BLT bagel. Fuck. No wonder you won't subscribe. It's such good content with blue eggs for $6.50. You know, the price of a McDouble is up to like four forty nine now. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, man, I was so close to saying retarded there. I'm trying to say that word less, even though I love that word. But it is ridiculous and retarded. It's both of those things. It's ridicularded. All right. How it used to be a dollar menu item, a McDouble. It was a quick, cheap burger. It's not cheap anymore. I might as well get a fucking Big Mac for an extra 30 cents. Anyway. But interact with the podcast. Let me know what I could do better. And I'll tell you to fuck off. And then you'll like uh, and then you'll like that comment, you know? That's all I'm asking. Um But yeah. Anyways, that's the podcast. Interact with it. Like, subscribe, follow. I don't want to be a whore who says that. But if you're into it ever, if this podcast has ever made you laugh once, then just give it a like or give it a follow. For fuck's sakes. Do you know how many TikToks and YouTube videos I've watched? Not one laugh. As soon as one guy can make me laugh one fucking time, I'm yours. All right? And give it a chance. Go through the clips. I watched probably four or five Tim Dillon clips before he really made me laugh one time very hard. And then, he, and then I was his for life. And now he is my Lord and Savior. God damn it, Tim Dillon. I love that man. I love that man. And who knows? Who knows where he was on episode 39? Maybe he was just, I mean, he is, he is the man, so he was way better than this. But, hey, if we can get to half of what he was back then, soon, in the future, someday, where he would be, if I was there, possibly, 
in the future where he was in the past, if I could make it to that, to where he could be, if he had been where he was, and I am now there, I'll be a happy man. I'll be a happy man. But it doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, this is just a journal for me. Ten years from now to look at myself and be like, oh, God, what did you do? What did you do? You had so much opportunity. How did it fucking get to this? Um, That's the goal of this podcast. And I think we're going to get there very soon. You guys have been great. I love you. I really do. I really do. Everyone who even has even looked at this for two seconds know that I love you. And I'll die for you. And I will kill for you. And someday you will kill for me. And you will die for me too. So we're in this together. Holy shit. UFO. Dude, that's a UFO. I'm not even kidding. It's a uh, police chopper. Police chopper with a spotlight. It's got a spotlight on already. Maybe it's listening to the podcast. Heard my threats of numerous violence. Now it's actually getting a location confirmed. We have a location. We have a location. Yeah, Terry, stop saying that into the mic. It's not funny. What? I'm just telling you, we have a location. Yeah, I know. We we told you that we have a location. This isn't a joke. You understand that, right, Terry? We're flying a helicopter. It's all right, man, Tiggy. I'm just fucking around. Yeah, I know, but don't. The police helicopter. All this goes on the black box. It's all being recorded. All right? And we've had numerous talks about, yeah, I know, dude. Just chill. I'm just fucking around. No, no, I know. But you want to put goofy things on the record? Let's put this on the record. You've already been reprimanded for abusing uh, the microphone and for taking this whole operation too lightly. This is serious work. I shouldn't have to tell you that. How old are you? Like 32? 31. Okay, well, that's old enough. That's old enough, Terry, all right? I don't want to hear you on the microphone again, all right? Unless you actually have something serious to say. And then you use the designated radio lingo as we've been ordered to use. Do you copy that, Terry? Yeah. (laughs) Copy. Fuck, dude, that guy needs to fucking chill, man. Just having fun. So anyways, uh, you guys have been great. I love you, and um, I'll see you in hell. La musica de Harry Frog. Smoke something, bitch. Blow a kiss to my dick, wash my body with the sponge. Feed me flavor rices, put the chronic in my lungs. Tailor me a leather suit on some Jodeci shit. Black coastal man, we both to be rich. Lead a party with your daughter. In the morning, do karate in the water. His sounds of samurais. Rocket shorts in the winter, don't fuck with splinters. Roll with sinners, a bunch of winners, catered lunch and dinners. Why my truck jar looks so empty? Drop a hook and then I'll probably cop an M3. Long nights, that's in the event. Somebody tried to get me, then to heaven they'll be sent. Oh, off the strength. 
my Porsche taste. All the beans are getting pushed and baked. On thin ice, I skate across the lake. With the CCM tags, my feet are like cashes. Smoke premium cabbage. Blow a kiss to my dick. Wash my body with the sponge. Feed me flavor rices. Put the chronic in my lungs. Tailor me a leather suit. On some Jodeci shit. By Coastal, man, we both will be rich. Storm 